welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. ...on what I've titled, Seed to the Sower and Bread to the Eater. Seed to the Sower and Bread to the Eater. Lift your right hand and begin to pray in the language of the Holy Spirit. Pray the language of the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Lord, flow in our midst this morning. Let your word come to us in power. Ikada baba balagada, lega dega zega, lema gada bahayas, branda la bagadi agada, handa la baba balaba. Ikada baba, open your word to us. Open the scriptures to our revelatory memory. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. Father, let your word come to us in simplicity and in great understanding. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 10. Seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower. Both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown. So, if the Bible is yours, I believe it's yours. Take a pen or marker. Or if you are using an iPad, I want you to mark seed to the sower. Bread for your food. Multiply your seed soon. Increase the fruits of your righteousness. Give me the GNT version of this. And God who supplies seed for the sower and bread to eat will also supply you with all the seed you need and will make it grow and produce a rich harvest from your generosity. Message version of the Bible. This most generous God who gives seed to the farmer that becomes bread for your meals is more than extravagant with you and he gives you something you can, you can then give away which grows into full-formed lives, robust in God. So in all my teaching today, I am actually focusing on this verse. 
Are you here with me? Many times we have quoted this verse in reference to giving financially to God or to anybody. And although it can be used in that sense, it is not restricted to only financial giving. Follow the teaching. It establishes a core principle that God has given to man. That there must be fruitfulness, but the fruitfulness has a process. You cannot be fruitful without going through this process. He said, he gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. The principle is that God gives every one of us a seed. Say a seed. And say, God has given me a seed. So every one of us, God supplies us seeds so that we can become fruitful. Every person, no matter your position, no matter where you are, no matter your condition, no matter the situation, no matter the economic situation in your country, no matter your limitation in terms of your race, your color, your educational background, that God has put in you God-given seeds. There are deposits in you that your family doesn't know of. There are deposits in you that has nothing to do with the school you went. There are deposits in you that came purely from God because of what he has assigned you to do. That is God's great equalizer for all of us. That is why you can see a man born to a poor family and the man becomes a great person. It's a seed. So though Jesus was born into a house of carpentry, he didn't end up just a carpenter. He ended up the savior of the world because in him was the seed to become an Emmanuel. Follow the teaching. So you can have many, there are many great people today when they share their testimony with you, you will realize that where they were born, and from the family they were born in and the opportunities they had they shouldn't be where they are now today but what they had in them was from God to help them get to where they must get to so as you are sitting here no matter the situation, no matter your financial background, no matter your family background, no matter your economic background, there is something God has put in you that can get you into a very great harvest if you can nurture and if you can sow that seed. Can I hear a big amen? Can I hear a bigger amen? He does this so that each one of us will have the capacity to produce fruits. So that you, that is why you must never accept that you are a useless person. Yes, you, no human being is useless until he makes himself useless. You must 
accept it and know it that you are not a useless person. Every human being is a weapon in the hands of God. You came with something. You came for something. And you came to do something. So when God puts in that gift, it becomes an equalizer. So you see people who did not go to the university running companies and employing PhDs and masters, holders. Because what was in them was not from a university, but was from God. The university just polished it, facilitated it, and that is the process, the preparation. But the seed was put in them by God. Look, you are sitting here, we are here. I'm preaching a very powerful message. There is something in you that can take you into your place of glory. And I pray that your spiritual ears will be open to understand what I'm teaching. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering. It will be unjust on his side to ask us to be fruitful when he has not given us the capacity to be fruitful. So in order to ensure that what he has commanded us we will be able to do, he puts in us giftings. What we call gifts. What people call grace. What people call talent. What people call, people call abilities. is actually seeds that God deposited in us. And many people fail because they were not careful and they were not meticulous. They were not intentional in planting their seeds. When you read the Bible, you see the parable of the sower. So there is a high possibility that you can misplace your seed in life. When you look at the parable of the sower, only 25% of the seeds fell on good grounds. 75% were wasted. There is a high, that is why you cannot, that's why we caution you with the word. You cannot be careless. You cannot be careless. It's not because we expect you to be perfect, but because there is a high possibility of you missing destiny than you making destiny. I thought you are clapping. So though the seed was viable, 75% of them were wasted. That is how come many people are saved, but only few become relevant. May you be part of the relevant saved people in Christ Jesus. Many people are gifted, but only 25% become relevant. Yeah. Because it's not just about the seed, it's about where the seed is sown. Follow the teaching. You are not without a seed. You are not without a seed. It's an error to become a beggar. It is an error for you to become a beggar. It's an error for you to play in gambling. Lotto. Ucha Lotto. It is a lazy man's job. It is a job for irresponsible people. The 
is a seed in you. And your responsibility is to plant the seed to have a great harvest. In these are times, everybody wants to blow early. That is irresponsibility. True wealth is not in gambling. True wealth is in planting your seed and waiting for your harvest. I thought you are clapping. God is a just and righteous God. And when he said be fruitful, he had already equipped you. Giving you the grace, the power, the exousia, the authority, the legalized right to become fruitful. And not just that, he has empowered you with seeds that when planted and when watered and when watched over can turn into a great harvest. May the Lord help you to plant your seed well. Now you have to understand that you didn't come into the world with the ability to sustain yourself. No man came into the world with the ability to sustain himself. Follow the teaching. I'm sure you are confused. When you heard it first, you thought, pastor has made a mistake. Maybe when he says it again, he will change it. I repeat, no one came into this world to sustain himself. You don't have the ability. That is why when God created Adam, he said it is not good for man to be alone. It was not just about marriage, but it was the fact that there is no successful man who is an island. So no man has the capacity to sustain himself. That is why when men are sick, human beings are sick, and it goes beyond medical powers, they die. Are you here with me? That is why when you are sick and you are running your stomach, you need to take medicine. You need to rely on something for you to be sustained. This is why it is very unwise to be proud. No matter how I can preach, if there are no horses ordering people to sit in order, confusion will cause me to say foolish things. And you will not understand what I'm communicating. No matter how you can sing, if the organist is giving you a different key, you will sing, you, your, your ministration will be useless. We are all depending on somebody or something or a system to survive. That is why you cannot do without the church system. Because one day, you will need a church. Give the Lord a clap of friends, somebody. If you were born in a hospital, you will be put on the hospital bed, which you didn't manufacture. So if you could sustain yourself, you should have come from your mother's womb with your hospital bed. You are lying on the bed. You feed yourself breast milk, 
you come with your own breast with milk inside. You come with your own pampas. You come knowing where to go and bath. You come with your own water. Not to use it once for the rest of your life. You must have enough water for yourself. Because you said you came self-sustaining. No. And that hospital bed is what we call bread for the eater. Are you following me? The midwives, the doctors, the nurses that help deliver you is what we call bread for the eater. The microphone I am using now, I didn't produce it, so it is bread to me. Your mobile phone you are using is a bread to you because you did not produce it. The chair you are sitting on is bread. It is the end product of a processed material. That is bread. Follow the teaching. You enjoy a lot of things because other people, other systems have processed materials into bread for our enjoyment. And Africans have taken the stature of bread eaters and never seed sowers. So I saw a picture, whether it's true or not, a huge stone being carried from an African country to China for them to check whether there is gold in it. Will this thing come back? Will it come back? So they will take it, okay, there is gold, they process it, and they bring us the end product with high dollar price. There are things God has given to you that you must invest in this life and not enjoy them. And there are other people's fruits that God will give to you to enjoy. So there are things that God expects you to sow and there are things that God is going to provide for you but they are the products of people's hard work. People's fruits are going to be given to you and that one will be bread. But your own is to sow the seed that you think you need and harvest towards. So every expectation you wrote down from the new year resolution must have a seed that to correlate to that harvest. Else, it will just be on paper and never materialize. You must see yourself as a seed sower more than a bread eater if you really want to be great in this world and in the kingdom. A seed sower. A seed sower is someone who is working for a company and he works as if the company is for him. That is a seed sower. 
The salary may not match what you do, but remember, you are not laboring for money. You are laboring for a blessing. A blessing. A blessing. Seeds so always look for blessing, not money. Yeah. That is the motivation of seed sowers. They look for a blessing. When Jacob was cooking a meal for Isaac, he was not looking at the estate buildings of Isaac. Isaac was not a poor man. So you have houses, you have cars, you have lands. But when Jacob was preparing the venison by the direction of Rebekah for Isaac, all he was thinking about was the blessing. The blessing. This generation will look at the money. We look at the money. Sometimes you get a job in a company and the salary may not match what you expect. But look, you will come out from that place becoming more valuable, more marketable. That will place you in the leverage. That will earn you more. But if you look at the money, you will never get the blessing. When Esau and Jacob were fighting, it was not because of money. Even when when Esau came back and realized that Jacob had taken the blessing away, he didn't say, okay then, <laughs> Papa, all the things that is left, your houses and things, he still asked for, is there not one more blessing? That is the seed sower. That is the language of the seed sower, not the bread eater. That is why Africa can never surpass Europe in terms of wealth and development because we have taken the stature of bread eaters and never seed sowers. I pray that in you and in your life, this house, your family, this generation will see a seed sower in you. I thought you are shouting a bigger amen. We have to change our world. If we have to change our world, if we have to change the storyline of our families, we must take the position of seed sowers. Because of your family, stretch yourself. Because of your calling, stretch yourself. Because of the assignment, you stretch yourself. Because of the glory ahead, you stretch yourself. Because of your generation. When they are mentioning people in your generation, if they don't mention your name, then you were a bread eater and not a seed sower. You must be a seed sower. I talked about Tetequasi on Tuesday. How he went to um, a country now called Guinea, Equatorial Guinea. He went there in 1870 something. Worked there for eight years on a cocoa plantation. And when he was returning, he didn't come with chocolate. He didn't come with pebbles, pebbles, pebbles or pebbles, how you say it. Toffee, toffee. He didn't come with toffee because there will be toffees in that town. He didn't come with them. When he returned, he came with seeds of the cocoa. He picked them, brought. He was a seed sower. He was thinking about a generation. By 1911, Ghana has become the topmost cocoa producing country. Look, don't just look for material things. Don't just eat your future in today. 
invest your today into your future because there is something called a great harvest that God has prepared for you don't live your life like today is the last day that is what leads people into righteous living by heart living going to do sitting every Friday because they feel that they have overworked and they have to drink themselves up and relax they don't know that as you are doing that and somebody poisons you or you are killing your whole body you are, you are gradually reducing your years on earth don't be careless with your life stretch yourself stretch yourself don't become a woman slayer one man 12 girls 15 girls five girls you are slaying your future in your today because that energy and that wisdom could have been used to invest into your life for you to come out a better person there is a future for you there is a glory for you you determine whether you enter into it or not i pray for you that you will determine in your heart that you will become a seed sower. A seed sower. A seed sower. Somebody who is seeing the harvest ahead. Give the Lord a clap offering. As I wrap up my teaching. The key is to know the difference and not mix them up. He gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. The seed is God's giving and the bread is man-made. The seed is God-given. And the bread. And God did the seed in such a way that you can never eat the seed of a fruit and be smiling. You will frown. Because the seed is always bitter. Hello? Hello? Have you eaten the seed of mango before? It's always bitter. If you make a mistake and you blend the seed with the the fruit, the flesh part, you will not be able to take it. It's a message. When you eat your seed in life, you will frown tomorrow. If you eat your seed today, you'll be frowning tomorrow because people who sow their seed today, they'll be celebrating tomorrow and you will be frowning because you cannot touch the seed and become fruitful. I pray, I pray for all of you that wisdom will help us to become seed sowers and not bread eaters. Give the Lord a good clap offering somebody. God has given seed to the sower to make bread. Then he gives you the bread someone has made. To get bread a seed has to be sown. So typical bread, to get bread, typical bread, you need a wheat that will be processed, grounded, ingredients added, an amount of water added, it is battered, it is put in a shape container, put in an oven at a certain temperature. All this is the process. But the seed had to be sown for the bread to arrive. So when you take the bread and you are eating, oh, this bread crowd today is too hard. 
Remember, it is somebody's product. It's somebody's time spent. It's somebody's energy put in. You come to church, the church are not a bit, what type of church is it? They didn't clean it well. It's somebody's end product. You have to appreciate it. The worst you can do is to improve upon what you received and not to destroy it. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. We will not process, but when others process, we become ungrateful. Ungrateful. That's why it's very, very wrong and very, very sad for church members to be some way to their pastors. Because they are just like you. You have your own, you don't think about everybody here. Are you here? But I think about everybody here and beyond. So if you have a problem and you sent it to me and I forgot to call you on it and you take offense, you are not wise. Who should remind you? Are you here? We, are, we have to change our mind about church. We see the man of God like God. But he forgot his man of God. A man with a part of God. Are you here? You see, you see church members fighting. He's sharing his life with you. He's sharing his time with you. He's sharing his whole being with you. The pastor is sharing even his resources with you. That is the end product. So in the process, when you miss something that is not nice, look at the product. Because the product is what we all desire to have. I pray that you will not just be a husband or a wife or a child or no, you must be someone who appreciates things that people hand over to you because it's bread, it's not seed. And sometimes what God gives to you becomes a seed. Becomes a seed. Then you see people chopping their seed. They waste their seed. Wasting your valuable years. You will not go to school because you are having fun with your little salary with girls and boys. You are wasting your seed season. And when the harvest season comes, you will see that you go for interviews and it is your colleagues that are on the interview board. And you say, hey, my friend. You say, you are not my friend. You came for interviews. Sit down. He said, this guy, when we're in school, the way he was humble, now he has become proud. He's not proud. I pray that five years, seven years, ten years from today, when I see you, I'll be very, very proud of you. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. The bread is for your eating and the seed is for your sowing. Now, imagine this scenario. What do you think will happen if Adam ate the fruits and the seeds of the first mango tree? We will never have a mango tree. Are you following me? Do you understand what I said? That means that we will not have any tree in the world called mango what you are doing when you refuse to sow seeds is that you are denying your generation 
a very great blessing. You are denying your family a very great blessing. So when we talk about don't waste your time, don't do this, it is because when you continue to do those things, you are wasting a great blessing that should have come to you. Yeah. And because God does not waste resources, he will shift it to another person who is serious with life. This year of fruitfulness, I said it on Tuesday, that it may not be, it may be that at the end of the year, you will not even have any fruit to show. Because maybe the seed you are sowing is an avocado, which will take like five years for you to see the fruit. But somebody may be sowing a seed, which is tomatoes. In six months, he will see fruit. It is very unwise for you. I don't want to use foolish. Today, I'm in my English polite ways. It's very unwise for you to compare your avocado to tomatoes. Because when your avocado starts bearing one harvest, can cancel the value of 20 harvests of tomatoes. One harvest. But it might have delayed. Harness seed somewhere became more valuable than many men in the land of Israel. I'm praying for you that you will not waste the seeds that God has given to you. Celebrate God with a good clap offering. For everything, there is fruit and there is a seed. In the seed is the power of reproducibility. Is the seed, in the seed is the power of productivity in the seed. How are you using the seeds in your life? How are you? How are you treating your children, mothers and fathers? They are your seeds. They are your future. They are what will bring you glory. They are what will give you honor. The fruit is sustenance for the present. The fruit is a reward after a process. The seed is an investment into your future. You may see somebody poor today, wretched, insignificant, unwanted, but tomorrow he will become so valuable, so, so valuable because he knew how to sow his seeds. He knew how to process his seeds. He saw a future and he prepared for the future. May you not end up your life putting your hand on your head and regretting activities you engaged in. May you not be 50 years and regret activities you engaged in. May you not be 60 years. May you not be 40 years. Maybe you are 21 now. May you not get to 40 and say, ah, if I knew, if I knew. That is why when a man, an elderly man is advising you, they are always calm. No matter how you are talking, they are just calm because they have seen it all and they are trying to tell you the correct path. But they understand the way you are reacting because they were once there. And when they were telling them, they were also seeing what you are saying. So, <laughs> so they just be smiling. They just be smiling. May you not go through the same errors your father and your mother went through. May you be wiser than your father and may you be wiser than your mother. May you find a path that will bring a greater harvest into your life. Give God a good clap offering someone.
The seed produces and the fruit satisfies. The seed produces. In God's order, you eat the fruit and you sow the seeds. Remember, God does not multiply the bread. He multiplies the seed that has been sown. Did you understand that? The seed that has been sown. So if you are not sowing seeds today, financially, character-wise, preparation, sacrifice, pushing yourself, trimming yourself, disciplining yourself, because the top is only for people who are disciplined. It is discipline that will take you to the top and it is discipline that will keep you up there. So if you are not trimming yourself, you do what you like. That language, take it out of your life. You cannot do what you like if you want to be great. You, you, can, you cannot do what you like if you want to be great. You have to do what you must do to get to where you must be. You cannot do... Me and I'm a crab. Nobody will be able to me. Nobody will... No, you must, you must do what you must do. Because at the seed time, you cannot be satisfied. You must produce. At the seed time, at the seed season, we produce. We don't get satisfied. And I pray that nobody is here as a church. May we not be satisfied. May we be people who are hungry for the move of the Spirit of God. May you be a man or a woman who is never satisfied until he sees the glory that God has promised. Rise up on your feet and let's pray. If you are clapping, you clap. Lift your two hands to God and begin to talk to God. God will increase us according to how much we have sown and not how much we have eaten. Everything in your life must be discharged. God will increase us according to how much we have sown and not how much we have eaten. May the Lord give us the wisdom and the strength and the grace and the spirit to become seed sowers. May I be a seed sower. When you contact people in your life, May you sow into their lives. May you invest into their lives. May you bring transformation. The grace, the grace to be a sister in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord guide you. May the Lord give you the patience and the perfect endurance to sow your seeds 
and watch over it. Because the seed sowing is the work of a man. The watering is the work of a man. Paul planted. Apollos watered. But the harvest is in the hands of God. And God gave the increase. As you plant and as you water, may God usher you into a great harvest. In Jesus' name, amen. Give God a good clap of it. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.